that same $50,000 investment might get you $15,000 a year if it was a 30% cash-on-cash return, or all the way up to $50,000 a year if you can get 100% cash-on-cash return. Of course, there's going to be fewer deals that are achieving such high cash-on-cash returns, but it is possible. But as you can see in this example, that same $50,000 investment is returning you a lot more cash in a given year than if you were to go through a commercial real estate syndication. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, I wanted to talk about cash on cash return and how important this metric is for your investment journey. So when you're getting started on that investment journey, you wanna be getting clear on what your goals are, your short-term and your long-term goals. You wanna ask yourself some questions like, are you happy in your job or do you wanna leave your job immediately like I did? Or are you willing to stay in your job for an extended period of time and you actually really like your job? Getting clear on those answers will really help you in determining Determining what investment strategies make the most sense for you to be pursuing. Because certain investment strategies are going to require a lot of your time. So you want to be thinking of return on your time or return on your energy. But you also want to be thinking of the return on your monetary investment. How hard is your money working for you? And this is something that I've debated and thought about quite a bit as I've gone from a W-2 with a side hustle where I had consistent income coming in and was not relying on my side hustle income to where I no longer have my W-2. So I've lost that consistent income and now my side hustle income is much more important to be replacing my expenses and then eventually replacing my income, getting us to that financial freedom state or status. And so with my focus being storage, I know that self-storage is a great investment for a long-term strategy. My original thought was that I would build up my cash flow or my income through investing in syndications. And what I started to realize, and this is the case for most syndications, whether it's multifamily, self-storage, or other asset classes, is you'll probably be getting somewhere on the order of about 10% cash on cash return. And so what that means is that if you were to invest $50,000 into this syndication, you should expect to get a 10% cash return each year on your investment. So that means 10% of $50,000 is $5,000. So I should expect to receive $5,000 per year. And when I started doing the math on that, I realized, well, if my expenses are, let's say, $60,000 a year, I have to make 12 of these investments. 12 times 5,000 would be $60,000. So I need to make 12 $50,000 investments to be able to replace $60,000 of expenses. When I did that math, I said, well, I don't have that kind of money right now. And I was now starting to learn about possibility mindset. And so rather than saying, I don't have that money today, I guess I'm screwed. I started thinking, well, how can I do that? But when I started asking myself that question, I realized that for me to build up that amount of money, roughly $600,000, it would take me X amount of years. And that amount of years was much longer than I wanted to spend 
demand within my W-2. So I started saying, okay, maybe syndications is not the best way for me to replace my expenses. So then I started thinking about doing joint ventures or finding deals where I could then get a larger percentage of the cash flow by finding the deal, doing the underwriting, getting it under contract, potentially bringing in some at-risk capital. So I'm now adding a lot of value into this deal that would justify me getting a higher percentage of the capital. So that was one thing that I started doing. And what ended up working well was that I found that deal last year off market, we ended up wholesaling it. And I ended up making a year's worth of expenses in that one deal alone. So that's another strategy. But what I've also learned through that is that wholesaling is active income. And so a wholesaler always needs that next deal to get paid. Whereas if I was investing in a syndication, that is going to come to me passively. So I've made the investment once, and then it should continue to pay me quarterly for the next three, five, seven years, however long we continue to own and operate that deal. Whereas on the wholesale side, you're not getting paid until you close a deal. So you're always out on the hunt for that next deal. So although I made great amount of income on that one deal, it's not necessarily repeatable or passive income because I have to find the next deal to get paid. Now we've been talking about how hard is your money working for you? What is that cash on cash return? Another great example though would be Airbnb. And this is something that actually has a much, much higher cash on cash return. So I think we're all familiar with Airbnb. You can buy a single family house, vacation rental, and get it up onto Airbnb, where instead of going the traditional route, the long-term rental strategy where you would get a tenant in there for 12 months or month to month, you're now able to rent your room out by the night, which allows you to generally charge more money. And with that comes a higher cash on cash return. And I've heard of some Airbnb investments, they're able to get 30% cash on cash return, sometimes 50% cash on cash return. Or if we find really, really good deals at a great price in a great market, I've heard of some well over 100% cash on cash return. So what does that mean? That same $50,000 investment might get you $15,000 a year if it was a 30% cash on cash return or all the way up to $50,000 a year if you can get 100% cash on cash return. Now, of course, there's going to be fewer deals that are achieving such high cash on cash returns, but it is possible. But as you can see in this example, that same $50,000 investment is returning you a lot more cash in a given year than if you were to go through a commercial real estate syndication. So that's what I mean by how hard is your money working for you. And that's really why you might want to focus on this cash on cash metric if your goal is to get out of your job as soon as possible and replace your income or cover your expenses. And that's really why it's so important to get clear on your goals because if you want to get out of that job as soon as possible, Airbnb might be a better investment strategy for you in the short term. But if you love your job and you plan to be there until you're 65 and you know that you've got this great W-2 income, maybe you're a dentist or a lawyer or an engineer, you've got this strong, consistent income coming in from your W-2, you might not have the return on your time or return on your energy to purchase and operate an Airbnb. You might just have the time to make a passive investment into a syndication. But with that, you're going to get likely quarterly distributions, maybe sometimes monthly distributions that are paying you over time. And you're going to get all the benefits of real estate between the cash flow, the forced depreciation, the tax depreciation of the tax deductions. And so that might be a better option for you if your time is limited you love your job, you plan to stay there and you've got this strong income coming in where let's say maybe every six months, every year, you're able to save up another $50,000 and make
make another investment. That's why having that why and that short-term strategy is really important. Another perfect example of this is, let's say you do have that W-2 that you intend to stay in for a very long time. You're probably paying 40% taxes, if not more. And so you might be thinking, you know what? My goal is actually to reduce my tax liability. That might tell you that you actually should be investing into a syndication or into a deal where you can get tax depreciation as opposed to other investments like maybe private money lending or other investments that don't get you that tax depreciation. So again, that's why it's so important to get clear on what your short-term goals are, what your long-term goals are. And if your short-term goal is to get out of your W-2 as quickly as possible, you want to be thinking about cash on cash return and how hard can you get your money working for you. Of course, if you don't have money, that doesn't mean that you can't get out of your W-2. It just means that you need to find someone with money and you might have to put more time into finding a deal, operating the deal, and then you're finding a capital partner to bring in all the capital. And then of course you could do a 50-50 joint venture, which is what a lot of people do to be able to get out of their day jobs. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.